Hi, everyone. It's another episode of your favorite business podcast, The Tech, Your Business Podcasts. You can see it's a little different, <laughs> little different setup today. I'm trying to set up a new home office. So, yeah, this is the first step and this is the first interview here. So, I guess it will be something really remarkable and something you pick something up from today. So, today on our podcast, we have a guest speaking of something on PR. We haven't had an episode on PR yet. So, I guess this should. This should be really interesting. And our guest today to speak on this is an entrepreneur and he's also the VP of Inbound Marketing at Empathyfest Media. His name is Ryan Dosa. So welcome to the show, Ryan. Peter, I appreciate you having me on. I'm looking forward to diving into PR and why it's the bulletproof strategy for long-term SEO success. Interesting. That's a really interesting take on it. So first of all, why do you choose PR? Why 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 do you seek PR SEO? Yeah, so obviously with SEO, there's a lot of different components. There's on-page, off-page, there's technical. There's a lot of different ranking factors to SEO. So it's not just a one strategy is going to move the needle type thing. Um, but why PR, in my opinion, is becoming more important than ever. And it's always been important. I don't want to ever want to discredit it from before. But why it's becoming more important than ever is because of Google's algorithm update, EEAT, Experience, Expertise, Authority, Trust. And as the internet becomes flooded in with AI content, Google now needs a better vetting system to differentiate AI content versus actual content. Experience being one of those, so the first E and EEAT, but where PR comes in are the second EA, the Expertise and Authority and then Trust. So what do I mean by that, right? So it's building up your author author bio. So if you're in a given niche like medical or finance or whatever niche that you're in, you need to have a credible author as a figurehead that has PR behind it in order to rank for competitive queries. Then you'll also see what's called YMYL, your money, your life niches. So any niches that impact you know your life essentially. So money, health, law, those are the big three. Having a PR strategy behind those three niches in particular is crucial to win at SEO. Yeah, that's that's a really interesting take. So you talked about the Google update, experience, expertise, authority, and trust, and how it links with this um, PRO. So let's let's go back a bit. When you talk about PRO and business, what does what does this cover? What does this entail? Yeah, so you're talking about like what we do for PR services? Yeah, generally what PR is, just in case maybe somebody's not really familiar. Yeah, yeah. So let's go back a little bit. There's a popular tool called Harrow, Help a Reporter Out. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, Peter, but that was like one of the big players early in PR. Um, now there's other tools that are better than Harrow. So Quoted, Q-W-O-T-E-D. Quoted's kind of a, a better tool. Agility is another PR tool as well. Um, but what we do at the agency that I work at is we use Quoted and we have dedicated, you know, PR individuals that are pitching reporters 24-7. So whether it's for myself, my business partner, and our clients that are in different industries, we're building up their profiles, we're building up their media credibility, and then the PR associates are refreshing, you know, Quoted and these other PR tools 24-7 to look for interesting stories that reporters want answers to. So then they pitch our clients, they pitch me, they pitch my business partner if it's something relevant. And if we get back to them with a steady enough response and a good enough pitch, okay, the opportunity's on. 
And then it's up to the client to come back with a good response, or it's up to me if I'm being pitched to come back with a good response and get in the story. I actually was in Yahoo Finance, Go Banking Rates, um, Consumer Affairs. So some pretty, are you familiar with like domain rating and domain authority and backlink lingo? So Consumer Affairs, you could look this up, but I believe it's like a 70 or 80 something DRDA. Um, Yahoo Finance, obviously around 90, and then Go Banking Rates is about an 85 DR. Now what's funny about that, and what I learned from PR, is these are investment and these are financial websites. I don't know much about investing in finance, to be completely honest with you, but I gave an AI spin to it. And what I really learned from this process is that these reporters would rather have someone who's somewhat credible and can give a quick answer versus, you know, the Elon Musk's or the Warren Buffett's of the world and take five days to write a book response on something that's really technical and sophisticated. They would much rather have someone that's right there, right then, give you a quick answer so they can, they're just trying to publish stories 24 seven to get their name out there, right? Um, so if you can give them a quick response, you're going to get that 85 do follow backlink. It pays off long-term, obviously, the more of those that you get. Good. You know, we talk about backlinks. I've read a lot about it and we've really, we've tried to explore it, exploring those a bit. And these days you see backlinks are either really expensive or really difficult, really difficult to get. So when you talk about using this PR to get backlinks from those types of websites, the high authority websites and all that it makes it all a lot more interesting so when you talk about um, securing backlinks from these sites and cool how does this um how else apart from these backlinks does this pru improve seo results because we know a lot of people are looking at seo to get that free traffic to their websites yeah yeah, absolutely. So so what people need to understand, not only is it building a good backlink profile, another benefit of PR and how it helps with SEO is it builds your credibility online. So take the backlinks out of it. Do a search for Ryan Dozer or do a search for someone who's got a pretty big media credibility behind them. They're going to dominate page one of Google. So you're dominating these branded queries for yourself or your company. When someone does research on you and there's 10 PR stories flooding the first page of Google, that's another benefit. Another benefit too that's not talked about is that let's say you know, you're featured on Fox News, News Nation, or like Forbes, or one of these huge publications that doesn't always link to your website or link to whatever you know your public profile or site or whatever. What people need to realize is that Google still has that data point in the knowledge graph. So because I was featured on Forbes, Fox News, I wasn't, but hypothetically, if I was featured on Forbes, Fox News, News Nation, Google would know that, and that's a factor. They might not have linked to me, but Google still knows that I was featured on these publications if there were stories out there about me. So it's it's beyond just the backlinks. Google has this humongous data set where even if a, a you know a PR story or a news station doesn't link to you, Google still knows that you were featured in there and that helps improve the overall SEO success. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So when, when you're carrying out the PR campaign, we've talked about SEO. We took, like we're talking about why PR is the bulletproof SEO strategy so you know you, you don't just jump in and just say okay because you're um you're the PR, you just sign up on the website to mention that you're basically quoted that cool so when you're doing a PR campaign how do you maximize the seo benefits of this campaign yeah so in addition to getting these backlinks too what we always tell clients is create your own content based off of these news stories so every time you're featured in a publication write your own blog post share it on social media give your site those social signals That way, it's not just the PR post where, hey, a lot of people see it and then it's gone. 
versus, hey, you can have your own blog post that talks about this. You can have your own social media post that you can repurpose 24-7. And if you have an email newsletter, you can also push you know that out to your email subscribers and say, hey, I was featured in XYZ publication. So instead of just the media outlet posting it that one time, you need to take you know responsibility and put in the work to also repurpose that content so it lasts longer. Mm. All right. So when you look at PRO, you look at SEO, and you look at different things people do for us, SEO, why do you think PR is better? Why do you think PR is better than just other tactics people use to get better SEO ranking? Yeah, so in terms of just the backlink, so SEO, there's there's on-page SEO. There's like the actual optimizing your content, adding experience in your content. So that's a whole other subset of SEO that's still very important. But just focusing on the backlink side, let's look at some of the other strategies that exist besides PR that people have used for years to get backlinks cold email outreach, that's not very successful. And plus you need to have a lot of time and resources to yeah. do that, right? Paid sponsorships. There's a lot of sites out there that charge you 500, a thousand, sometimes a couple grand a month just to have a backlink on there. So instead of paying to play and getting all these backlinks and also Google, they say they know this too. It's not to be seen or not proven in my opinion, but if you're paying for links, like as a, a lot of these tech sites, what I've realized, a lot of software sites, tech sites, they'll have these sponsors become a sponsor. Well, what that means is, hey, give us $2,000 a month and we'll give you a do follow 90 DR backlink. Google says they penalize that. Now that's yet to be seen. I don't know if that's true or not, but long-term, I don't think that's a viable strategy. So when you look at the other methods to obtain backlinks right now, it just makes the most sense that PR is the most sustainable long-term. Now I need to mention that there is investment that goes into PR. You have to hire a dedicated PR person to go through these tools to do pitches and build your profiles and boost your media credibility. And there also is an upfront investment in good PR tools as well. So I need to admit that, that there is an investment that goes into PR. It's not free. Mm -hmm. So you just talked about an investment and that brings us to another thing I would like to talk about. As a business generally, when you invest your time or your effort or your money into anything, you expect a return on your investments. So when you look at the PR campaigns you've carried out and all that. What sort of returns on the investments in time, money and all that have you seen? And how do people trying to get into this PR process get an, a, a return on their investments? Yeah, so it, it depends, right? So for some clients that we do PR for, we have immediate wins and sometimes wins come and go depending on the publication, depending on the audience. But worst case scenario, it is a long-term strategy. It's it's a six-month, six to twelve-month process, right? To build up a good backlink profile, to build up all of these great, you know, media links coming to your site. But in terms of quick wins, an example that I have off the top of my head is there's a medical client of mine who was featured in a pretty notable medical podcast. He was on a as an interview guest talking about um, some sort of cancer treatment, or I don't remember the exact you know narrative or publication of the podcast. But that one episode led to $10 million in revenue because his audience was so relevant that they wanted to seek treatment with our doctor because he was a podcast episode and it translated. That one podcast appearance led to $10 million, right? So, and it's not all, it's not all stories. It's not all backlinks. You can do podcasts. You can do YouTube interviews. You can do webinars. So PR isn't just getting in a news station and getting a backlink. It's more to that. Like I just said, it's podcasts, videos, and there's other forms of media and PR that you can get exposed to. Mm. All right. So earlier, when you were talking about getting on these um, publications, you mentioned having a little bit of credibility that you prefer someone having a loop that has a little bit of credibility. Answering these questions quickly, 
rather than the big names having to wait for so long to get those answers. So when you look at pitching to these platforms and all that, is it something anyone can do? Just pop up and you say you want to start pitching to everyone or there are some things you have to put in place before you start doing this to get success? Yeah, so just a disclaimer, I'm not a dedicated PR pitcher or in the weeds of PR. I just kind of see it from a high level and see what it can do on the back end. Um, but I'll try to answer your question. So yes, you do need dedicated people, either yourself, you can learn it, or actually I would recommend hiring, whether it's a 1099 or a full-time dedicated PR person that knows how to pitch to reporters, not only knows how to pitch, but a lot of these good PR people actually have connections with reporters. So they can oftentimes bypass the pitch process and say, hey, I have or shoot him a text or shoot him an email and say, hey, I have a client who specializes in this. He would be perfect in your pitch. And if you establish these relationships with reporters, you can bypass the entire pitch process oftentimes. Mm -hmm. That's all right. So when you look at, um, you mentioned Pierre being the bulletproof SEO strategy. So why, why do you put it that way, bulletproof? Yeah. So I, again, I think long term, as you probably know, that with the prevent with the presence of AI and Chat GBT and Google now being flooded with millions and millions of AI written blog posts, how are they going to differentiate an AI blog post versus a human written blog post? Again, it goes back to EEAT, experience, expertise, authority, trust. How do you build up expertise, authority, trust? You build a solid backlink foundation. Well, how do you build a solid backlink foundation? PR. Right, so it goes back to the EEAT. Okay, so you, you, you've mentioned AI now. You mentioned AI a couple of minutes ago too, and it brings me to something else because if you look at it these days, a lot of the content online, I think a large, I don't know the statistics, I don't know the exact amount, but a lot of the content online these days is generated by AI because in those days you had you had to have human content writers who would take a bit of time and research and bring out these SEO articles. But these days, just plug in what you want. And in two minutes, you have your article up. And <laughs> what do you think the impact of this has been? Is it negative? Is it positive? Because there is so much content up these days. And a lot of people don't even bother editing. They just put it out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Admittedly, I use AI tools to generate content too. Now, if it's in that YMYL, your money, your, your life niche, I would be very hesitant to use AI content because you can get in trouble not only on you know a Google SEO perspective, but also legally. If you post something from an AI tool and someone could potentially sue you. I mean, I'm just giving a worst <laughs> case scenario there. Um, but the impact... I think it is positive in the, in the aspect that it gets people to up their game in terms of content, right? So in order to differentiate from AI content, you have to add the experiments element, the first E and EEAT. Well, how do you do that? Well, prove to Google that you're a real person. So that could be through a YouTube video. So whatever the, the, you know, the topic of the content is that you're writing about, shoot a YouTube video of it. That way, Google know they own YouTube, obviously, right? So they know that you were the one actually doing this. Also add images. So if I took a picture, I'm in Miami right now. If I went out and took a picture with my phone of, you know, buildings or the beach in downtown Miami, Google knows that Ryan Dozer is in Miami and took a picture on his iPhone. They're that sophisticated to know that, hey, someone actually took this picture. This is a real picture. They have all the pixel data inside the phones and whatnot. So it's adding that experience element to the content that differentiates AI. So kind of circling back to your original question, 
I think it is positive and negative. Positive being that it gets people to up their content game quite a bit. Hmm. And negative? Yeah, obviously negative. The YMYL <laughs> stuff, right? There's all sorts of AI content in health and in, in legal and in finance. So there was actually, you should look this up. There was actually a popular um, story. This was a couple months ago or several months ago. Um, Bankrate, who was owned by a company called Red Ventures. So Bankrate is a huge financial website. And they admittedly used AI content to generate content that is in Whoa. finance. And they got a lot of flack for it. They even had a disclaimer that said this was written by AI, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And they were all over the news, all over. But then I thought about that. And I'm like, that's the ultimate chess move. Because think about all the, the backlinks that they picked up from yeah. New York Times, from Fox News, from XYZ Publication. And I'm like, wow, that was actually a chess move. But, you know, in retrospect, if you're the one reading the content, seeking like quality investment advice or financial advice, then no, you do not want to read AI content. Exactly. Exactly. So going back to PRO, is there anyone this strategy would not work with or any type of business this PRO strategy would not work with? Yeah, I mean, that's hard to say. Um, I think it it would work for anyone. It's The only thing that I think it wouldn't work for is people who don't have really an online presence, to be honest with you. Maybe that's kind of a small town, old school industry like construction, steel. Um, I'm thinking of these old school industries that are still prevalent till today where it's, it's more of a referral basis, right? Where it's like, hey, I know so-and-so, and then you get referred. Um, but other than that, to be honest with you, I think PR is applicable and also relevant to almost every industry out yeah. there now. All right. So when carrying out PR campaigns for probably different clients and all that, what common and challenges or pitfalls have you experienced doing that? Yeah, I'd say one of the biggest challenges is making sure that the client is on board or that they have someone to write for them. The biggest struggle that we've experienced when we take on new clients is that, hey, we can get you a million stories and we can pitch you and get you a million opportunities, but they're usually so busy in their day-to-day -day operations that they don't have time to reply or they don't have a dedicated person that works with them that has time to reply. So getting a client or having someone at the client's business that can dedicate to replying to PR responses in a timely and promptly manner is huge. That is definitely number one. So having someone to, so anybody thinking of doing this, you have someone that's ready to reply to these opportunities and everything. Yeah. Ideally it would be the client because they, they're probably the most knowledgeable on the topic or the industry, but you know how business owners are and big clients are, they're busy in the day-to-day -day operations. So if you, if you don't have the time to reply to these pitches, make sure you either hire someone or you have someone on staff already that can, you know, kind of reply for you that knows the industry, that has some expertise of what's yeah. going on. All right. So looking at this strategy you've mentioned of combining PR and SEO, are there any challenges again when integrating PR and SEO together? I would say no, because it's all part of the strategy. So there's a lot that goes into SEO. And I think PR is just one element, meaning the off-page element to get the backlinks. Other elements of SEO are still extremely important. The on-page SEO, making sure that your content is legit and has experience and is going through Google's algorithm, EEAT. So on-page, off-page, and also technical is still important too, making sure your site gets indexed in Google and other search engines. Um, your internal link strategy. I mean, there's all these different facets of SEO, page speed, are you passing Google's core web vitals? So PR is just one element to having SEO success, but it's a very important one. All right. So let's go back a bit. Let's go back to you. We've talked about PR. We've talked about 
SEO. We've talked about AI. So let's talk about you. Just give us a little backstory of how you got into PR. Yeah, PR has actually been kind of my newest undertaking here in 2023, to be completely nice. honest with you. Um, so before then, I guess I'll back up. My background's in paid search. So my first job out of college was dedicated search engine marketer for Meredith Corporation. Now, Peter, are you familiar with Meredith yeah, Corporation? So they own they own Dot Dash Meredith now. They got bought out, but they own People Magazine, Better Homes and Gardens. Um, they own all these big time publications. So I was running paid search Google Ads for People Magazine, Better Homes and Gardens, Southern Living, all these big time publications. I was managing million dollar ad Whoa. budgets. That's how I got started in digital marketing. And then from there, I went in and did affiliate marketing. When I still I still do a lot of affiliate marketing today um, for a tech site, a home technology site. So streaming, cord cutting, um, tech reviews, things of that nature. Um, so I was doing the SEO and content marketing on that, you know, on a big tech site for three years. We got over 500,000 monthly sessions on that site. So we were doing pretty good for a while. Uh, but then lately, uh, you know, I partnered with my business partner. His name's Daniel Lynch at Empathy First Media this year. Um, and that's when we really figured out PR. You know, we were struggling, struggling a little bit, admittedly, with SEO towards the beginning of the year when Google has these core algorithm updates. Some of our clients were going down in traffic and volume. We're like, okay, we need to figure this out. What are, what are we missing? Um, and ever since they updated these new algorithm updates, we we figured, let's try PR. So we came into this, you know, we were introduced to a PR agency. I won't name who they are, but we were kind of studying their playbook. We're like, what is this tool? Let's write that down. What did they say? Let's write that down. So we were studying this PR agency as our client was doing PR with them and not us, but we would sit in the meetings and listen. And then we were like, wow, we need to really like invest in PR because this is legit. And we both kind of had that aha moment, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, kind of circling back, I didn't get into PR until probably summer of this year. And I've realized how important yes. it is. All right. So now um, looking at the Google updates, you talked about, uh, I'm talking about experience and trust and authority and expertise. It's obvious that a lot of people would, a lot of people want to explore strategies like this, like you, ex like you said, um, getting YouTube videos, trying to show that they are real people, they are trusted people and everything. So looking into the future, do you see PR as a strategy getting clogged? Yes and no. I think PR has already been saturated. I mean, if you look back, PR has been a strategy since, you know, early 2000s or even before then when people were getting in local magazines. I mean, PR has been around for dozens and dozens of years. So I think what it really is, to be honest with you, Peter, is it's a matter of people investing the time and resources into PR and also having a dedicated PR person. PR is not a, a hidden or mm. unknown strategy. It's just a lot of business owners and a lot of people don't have the time, that they don't have the resources, and they just don't want to do it because there's a million other things going on. So I think it's really prioritizing PR, not knowing about PR. It's more about prioritizing PR. All right, so for a, for a business who wants to get started with PR for a business who wants to explore this strategy, what's maybe two or three pieces of advice you would give them to succeed at it? Yeah, I would say number one, establish a figurehead. So whether that's yourself, if you're a business owner, or whether that's someone at your business, establish like an actual figurehead that you can have as the author for all of these bios you put out, whether it's videos, whether it's blog posts on your website, establishing a credible figurehead in a given industry is number one. And also number two is make sure you either outsource or hire a dedicated PR person. Because I'll tell you this, even as a marketing person, there's no way, there's not enough time in the day for someone to do 
SEO, paid search, website updates, social media, and then add PR to the mix. There's, it's just impossible. If you're actually going to have success long-term with PR, you have to have a dedicated PR person or you know, hire someone, hire a PR agency like ours as well. Um, I would say those are two tips I can think of off the top of my mm, head for sure. Nice. All right. So coming back to the team of uh, Tech Your Business, what's um, for your position, for your marketing, for your affiliates marketing and everything you do, what sort of tech do you use regularly that you love? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I've been big into AI recently, chat GBT plus, um, yes. here's a good blog post tool for you. I was just actually on a, do you know, what income school is Peter income school. I've seen it. Yeah. I think I've seen it online somewhere. Okay. So they're a big, they're a big YouTube channel that talks about SEO and content. I was just on their podcast. that got published last week where I talk about just AI. So wow. there's a tool called SEO writing AI. If you're looking into long form content for blog post tools, Chat GBT Plus is great because you get access to Dolly 3 for all these image generation, AI image generation, and all the other functionalities of Chat GBT. Um, I use Photoshop quite a bit. And lately, as a on a content creation side, I actually dabbled in last week Opus Clip. Have you dabbled in Opus oh, Clip yeah, yet? Oh, yeah, yeah, for the short form videos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm very impressed with that. I mean, sure, <laughs> there's always going to be some that you can't use, but I'm like, wow, that just saved me literally hours or if not, you know, a lot of money to go hire some video editor to do all this. I was like, wow, Opus Clip blew me away, to be honest with you. Um, but those are some I can think of right now. Mm, that's, that's amazing. So I think we get, we have a couple of things to check out, especially like um, Opus Clips, SEORating.ai, and the rest. As, as we come to the end of this uh, episode, is there anything you'd like to share with our audience, business owners, anything you feel would help them anything you feel that not touched yeah so i mean let's let's circle back to why pr is the ultimate bulletproof strategy for seo which is what the podcast Definitely. episode is called if if you are yeah if you're struggling if you're a business owner you're a business if you're struggling with seo uh, maybe look into pr if you haven't already because i promise you with eeat and all the ai content flooding the internet pr is one of the top strategies that's going to help you know the strong rise to the top as it only gets more competitive mm -hmm. All right. So for the guests, I hope you heard that PR is your bulletproof strategy. So look at it if you're struggling SEO, like um, Ryan said. All right. So if um, our listeners want to learn from you, they want to work with you or anything else, how can they reach you? Yeah, so I would just look me up at Ryan Dozer, D-O-S-E-R on LinkedIn. That's That's probably where I'm at most oftenly and active. Um, and if you're interested in AI stuff and just SEO stuff in general, I have a YouTube channel called AI Insider Tips, where I post YouTube tutorials as well. So those would be the top two spots. All right. So LinkedIn, Randosa, YouTube, AI Insider Tips. So these will be linked in the show notes. Yeah. So anyone who's interested, kind of, if you sit and learn more about you, learn more about what you have to share. Perfect. Yeah. I appreciate you having me on, Peter. This is this has been fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. So, um, okay. So let's. Uh, we've talked about PR. We've talked about everything. So, um, when we started, say we were in Miami. So, can you just tell us a bit about what you're doing there? Yeah. So I'm not gonna give the specifics. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, <laughs> so I, I got. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple of cool networking events down here in Miami, downtown Miami. Beautiful spot. Um, I mean, kind of why I'm here to begin with, I'm the type of guy and the type of entrepreneur who's kind of a risk taker, right? Where I heard about an event and I booked a flight the next day <laughs> and now I'm here. So, I mean, I like, 
if, if opportunities come up, I'm going to be there. You know what I mean? If, if something comes up, okay. I'm not just going to sit back and say, what if I did this? What if I did sure. that? Um, so just that's, that's my short answer for you is that I'm here because I'm a risk taker and if opportunities come up, I'm not going to disappoint. Exactly. Because the worst thing, the worst thing in life is, is regrets, having things you regret. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the Tech Your Business Show today. Thank you for sharing with us why you think PR is the business, is the bulletproof SEO strategy. Thank you for sharing your knowledge on uh, AI, on PR, on SEO, and a bit of your story with us. I appreciate you having me on, Peter. It's been an honor. Thank you very much. So for the listeners, I'm sure you picked up something on PR. Like Ryan said, if you're struggling with SEO, especially with the new Google updates and everything, look into PR, look into establishing your expertise, establishing your trust, getting on highly ranked um, publications and all that and share your knowledge with everyone. So thank you everyone for being with us on this episode of the Secure Business Podcast. Until next week when we come with another episode, don't forget to keep taking your business. Bye for now.